shut up. I'm listening to the next English podcast. Everybody, welcome to the next English podcast. How are you all doing? I hope you are great. Thanks for coming on, everyone. Thanks for listening live. And as always, I've got a fantastic guest today for you. His name is Stephen. And Stephen, if you can hear me, uh, can you please call us in, and then we can have a great chat together. Stephen is a fellow English teacher. So um, normally we have a topic here on the next English podcast, but this time I think it's just going to be um, a chat with a fellow English teacher. And um, yeah, so hi, Irena. While we're waiting, I'm going to greet the people that are listening live. So Irena is here, Irena from Poland. I recognize Helen from France as well and Martin from Germany. So the usual, the, the regulars, as we call them, the regulars. Thanks. Thanks for showing up, everyone. And um, how are you doing? I can hear some rumble in the distance. I think a storm is coming. So I cannot guarantee, I can never really guarantee, you can never really guarantee that internet will always work. But today in particular, I'd say that things could go potentially wrong. <laughs> I'm hoping for the best. Uh, but... Um, It doesn't usually really happen, but you never know, you know. Uh, I think I should touch wood. I wonder if you could hear it. I'm going to put my Microsoft closer to the wood that I've just knocked on so that you can hear it more properly. Is that creepy? <laughs> that's that's what you do if you're a bit, a bit su superstitious, which is a fantastic adjective. Uh, superstitious means that uh, basically you... Um, belief in uh, supernatural phenomena and oh yeah Stephen is coming Stephen hello can you hear me I can hear Stephen, you are you there I'm here can you hear me yes I can loud and clear welcome to the sorry podcast. about that thank you for having me it's a few technical problems to start off but we're here now that's what that's what matters No worries. I actually like this. It's always like a like an extra challenge for, for me that I take on just to ramble a bit by myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did a good job. <laughs> I tried. I had to talk about the storm, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so, here we, we have a beautiful sunny day here. Oh, It's the middle God. of winter, but today is really nice. So, In the middle of winter... That means you yeah. must be somewhere in the Southern Hemisphere, right? Exactly. Yes. Good guess. <laughs> uh, so whereabouts so I, are you? I live in a city called Curitiba, which is in the south of Brazil. Uh, uh, at the moment, it's winter, but this weekend is just incredibly hot. But uh, next okay. weekend, it's going to be down to minus three, minus four. So everyone, everyone's making the most of it this weekend. Right. I can imagine. When you say incredibly hot, what does it actually mean? Uh, today, for the middle of winter, it's 25, 26 degrees. Uh, 
which Ooh. for winter is hot. Yeah, in the yeah, summer it will get it will get hotter in the summer, but for the winter, this is a this is a hot day. Definitely, especially if you are from Europe like me. But I know you are also from Europe, Stephen. Absolutely. Let's get the cat uh, out of the bag. So, okay, where are you from? So, exactly. I, originally, I'm from the city of Birmingham in England. Uh, ah. I've been I've been teaching English for the last 25 years. So I've been all over the place. I've been to Poland, been to Taiwan, Russia, taught in London, and for the last 10 years, I've been here in Curitiba in Brazil. Oh wow, you're quite a globe trotter. A well traveled. Uh, yeah. A well-traveled uh, English teacher. I'm a lucky person, very lucky. Uh, I bet I bet you have a lot of stories to tell, but let's start with where you are originally from, because that's already interesting for me, because um, you are what we call a Brummie, aren't you? That's right, a Brummie and proud of it, yes. <laughs> I, well, it, it's, not, it's nothing derogatory or anything like that, right? It's just like when you say scouts. Well, yeah. but is it? in... in in England, it is. Uh, ah, okay. The, the, the t Birmingham is the second biggest city in the country. Um, right. But it has a, a very negative reputation for outside Birmingham. Uh, both Birmingham and Liverpool, where the Scousers come from, they have a, a... People make jokes about the people from there. The people make... So if you're from Liverpool, the yeah. stereotype is that you're a... We call you a scally. That means you're a thief. <laughs> you, you, you can't trust that person. And if you're from Birmingham, from my city, yeah. you're seen as stupid or ignorant or something. So, for oh. example, you never the, – the news on TV, you never get anybody from my city <laughs> reading the news. Uh, if, you, if you want somebody to sell you something over the phone, uh, telesales – Yeah. They will never employ anybody from my city. Uh, the, I, I uh, really does have a, the accent really does have a negative reputation. I see. Well, honestly, I didn't know that. So I'm sorry if, if that's like... <laughs> it's I, not I true, of course. Like, uh, yeah, I know. But I always thought it's like these are some sort of like familiar expressions that you would use to sort of, you know, but it's as, as we can see, it can have some connotations as well. So Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, and the accent, I, I've lost my accent because I've been living that, out yeah. for so much, for so long. But the accent, it's uh, very nasal, so it comes through the mm -hmm. nose, and it's very sing-song, so it, go, it goes up and down mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, I know. So it's very, it's very different to, to standard British English. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. Well, you, you kind of speak like with, with let's say, a neutral accent, I'd say standard British yeah. pronunciation. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, close to received pronunciation, yeah. Mm -hmm. So would you think that uh, this kind of accent shift has happened uh, because of the fact that you're an English teacher? Definitely. Because, like, uh, what, 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 what contributed to that more? The fact that you have been teaching English or the fact that you have been you have spent so much time outside the UK? Um, I think it's, it's, a, it's a mixture of the two. I suppose I've been outside the UK because I've been teaching English. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I remember in my second year of teaching, I was teaching in Taiwan mm -hmm. and I was teaching first letter phonics. That means you teach the, the children the, the letter A yeah. and the sound A. So you get to say mm. A, A, Apple. 
B, B, banana, things like this. Right. And I was, I got to the end of the alphabet and it was you, uh, umbrella, which is a very (laughs) Birmingham thing to say, umbrella. And a a teacher was walking past and they heard me saying that. And she just started laughing when she heard the students (laughs) saying umbrella. Uh, Right. That was the first time I was really aware of it. And then over Mm. time, it's sometimes I did it on purpose. Sometimes it wasn't on purpose. But I, I think I've moved towards a more standard British accent just because it's easier for my students to understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, if it says this in the book and I have a totally different pronunciation, it makes. Yeah. I mean, it's real. It, it should be like that. But yeah. uh, uh, subconsciously, I think I've moved towards a more received pronunciation. Mm-hmm. I, I bet. I bet this. This. This is easier for lower level students to understand but for someone like me or i bet for the majority of the listeners that are listening now i think we would find it actually find it very very cute in a way that it's 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 very enriching you know to to have someone to teach you english in a different accent and um personally I, i like i like this accent you know you know how i I'm probably not going to really give a good impression of it, but I, I remember this sentence. There is a there is a famous, not a famous, like a legit, let's say a legendary um, um, material for English teachers. I don't know if you're familiar with it. it it's called um, phrasal verbs in context. Have you ever heard of it? Yes, yes, yes. I've heard of that. Yes, most yes. definitely. It's 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 so it's so lovely. It's um it's. I think it was published back in nine, 1991. I actually did, did do my homework. I okay. checked it right. before this episode. And written by Peter Dainty. And, uh, oh, it's, it's such, a, such a lovely story. It's about a prisoner. Uh, uh, I think his name is Frederick Corathus, who ends up in prison. And then one of the characters, I believe, is from Birmingham. And whenever she, it's a woman, whenever uh-huh. she speaks, um, she does have this distinct, um, Bromi accent, and she says things like, um, "I live in Birmingham, in the Birmingham Burger Bar," <laughs> something like that, right? <laughs> did I get any close to the the accent, or <laughs> did I mess it up completely, Stephen? Yes, I'm still here. I can hear you. Oh, oh, uh, what was the last thing you heard? I heard you telling Stephen? me about a distinguished. A distinguished Brummie accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was going to give a, an example. And I wonder if the listeners could hear it or if it, it was just you, because I don't know. Anyway, anyway, um, there's this sentence um, that one of the characters from this book says. And she says, I'm from I am um, I'm in a Birmingham burger bar. And in this kind <laughs> of intonation, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So if I was yeah. to say that in my my old accent, I'd say something like, I'm in a Birmingham burger bar. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's a bit I'm different. In a Birmingham burger bar. Uh, yeah. Well, you see, the, the, the thing about accents in Britain is that if you move 10 kilometers down the road, the accent yeah. changes considerably. Uh, exactly. Uh, and so in a city like Birmingham, if, if you really know your accents, you can say, oh, you're from North Birmingham, you're from South Birmingham, you can, right. uh, you're. There are people who can listen to you and they will pinpoint with great accuracy where you come yeah, from. I see. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not surprised because this, this is a known fact about the UK and, well, Liverpool, Manchester, they, it's, it's a living proof of that, right? How far, away Absolutely. Are these, how far away are these cities from each other? 20, 30 miles? I don't know. 
maximum 30 miles yeah yeah that's 40 yeah. kilometers 45 kilometers and the, the the sound is just totally different absolutely that's, different exactly which and is then, why it's so important yeah. that students are uh, exposed to different languages to different accents and different styles of and that's just in england if you imagine exactly. you've got my, my, my dad comes from ireland uh uh, right. My aunt married a, a man from Jamaica, uh, and all right. of these accents—they're all beautiful. They're all amazing. Absolutely. Not one of them is better than another one. Uh, exactly. But uh, and students have to deal with—and these are just so, so-called native speaker accents. But you've also yeah. got people in Brazil speaking English. You've got people in Japan yeah. speaking English. People in Germany. It's all important. Te- teaching people just one type of English is really doing a disservice to everybody. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of, of learning this language as well, because there's so many different Englishes in quotation marks. Absolutely, yeah. And it's, it's what makes it really interesting. And some, some students should really open their mind a little bit more to this. I'm, I'm not complaining about students, but yeah, some of them are, I want just the American accent. Give me yeah, the British yeah. accent. Like even when you Absolutely. say that, British accent, what does it even mean, right? <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I get people asking, oh, I want you because you're a British teacher. It's like, okay, thank you very much for that. But, you know, yeah. that's it's, not the most important thing. Yeah. Uh, the most it's important like, it's thing like is... It's like saying to a girl, I, I, want to, I want to date you because you have blonde hair. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that, uh, if, if anybody listening is looking for an English teacher... What's more important is that they know that obviously they need a minimum level of English, but mm-hmm. what's, it doesn't matter what their passport is. What's more important is that they, the person who's teaching them knows how to teach. And uh, I, I, remember, I remember when I started teaching English, my first year teaching, I got a visa saying I was an English expert. I was not an English expert. I'm, looking back on some of the things I did, it was disgraceful uh, <laughs> but, uh I was charging money for people to have classes with me. I didn't know what I was doing. I really didn't. Fortunately, now I've been teaching for 25 years. I know what I'm doing. Uh, But I've learned a lot from working with Brazilian teachers. I've learned a lot from working with Polish teachers, much more than they've learned from me. Uh, So it really doesn't (laughs) matter what color your passport is. No, it doesn't. Yes. Uh, And Stephen, so... um, you have got your projects, so that's basically how we two got to talk, uh, got to talking, because you, uh, um, about, was it one month, two months ago, or something like that, you reached out to me on Instagram, uh-huh. which is still a platform I'm not so, um, sort of, um, um, I'm, it's not my... <laughs> Uh, I, I, I understand not, exactly it's not my what you're trying to say. I'm, I'm still learning no. how to use it, basically. But, I, I um, don't understand it either, but uh, I, but I post pictures. One stuff. day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yet, yet you managed to reach out to me. You don't understand it, but uh, you reached out to me there and you basically asked me to do some kind of cross-promotion on social media that's because right. that's, what, that's what we English teachers need to do, especially uh, those of us that try to um, have some kind of online presence, and uh-huh. I, I, oh, in a in a in a second, I realized that what I have to really do is invite you on to to be a guest on my podcast because you know it, it's it's what I always do, and um, uh-huh. give you a chance to introduce yourself, really. So if um, you've told us where you're from, uh, your name is Stephen, by the way. Your surname is Green, which I find 
very interesting. I actually kind of, I'm, <laughs> kind of, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a terrible joke now, everyone. Yeah, I'm Go very, I'm very, I'm actually very jealous. I'm very jealous of your name, Stephen. You know, oh, why is that? I'd go, I'd go as far as to say that I'm green with envy. Oh dear, that's terrible. That's really I know, bad. Right? I know, right? I know, right? I but, prepared this. Ten out of ten for efforts. I, I, I'm interested in the effort. That's that's the most Thanks. important thing. Uh, Thanks. Uh, I wasn't ho- I wasn't hoping for anything better. That's why. That's why I even. In- that's how I introduced this joke. I said it would be a bad okay. joke. Okay, so I would, I would lower <laughs> well, your expectations, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. You. That was a good thing to do. <laughs> okay. So, um, so um, your project is called um, English with Stephen, right? That's right. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. the last year or so, I've been uh, uh, working, uh, hosting a podcast called English with Stephen, and. Mm-hmm. The, my idea is to have short podcast episodes. Every every episode is ten minutes or less. Mm-hmm. How do you manage to I, do that? Because I, whenever I set out to 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 give myself some limits, uh, I manage to um, sort of follow it for one episode, and then in the next one, I mess it all up. So, how do you manage to stick to ten minutes? Uh, great difficulty. The, the the podcast that I released today was 10 minutes, 40 seconds, and it could have been longer. Lots of editing. I have to prepare. So I script it. I, I prepare what I'm going to say beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I, I read a script and I have a very strict word limit. Uh, and I have three types of episodes. Uh, one is learning strategies, uh, where yeah. I talk about different things that good learners do. Sometimes it's how to, how to learn English from songs, how to use subtitles. Uh, I've got one coming up soon, which is about accountability, how to be accountable for your for your language learning. Yep. Uh, I've got another one, which is uh, the, the word stories, I call them, which is mm-hmm. the origin of words, where words come from, how they've changed over time and uh, how they what like a journey of the word. Yep. Where it comes from but- and how it gets to where it is today. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, the, about the etymology and how, how the word has evolved over time. Absolutely. As well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did one recently about the word court, uh, as in the the the, uh, the judge uh, where, yeah. uh, where, you, where you go to a law court. And that's the fascinating yeah, yeah. story where it comes from. Uh, uh, and so you, you when you look at the way the word has changed over the years, you understand a lot more about what it actually mm-hmm. means and the, the mm-hmm. different ways it can be used. Well, that's uh, a great so I just wanted to say that's a great advert. So if anybody is interested in learning um, about the origins of this word, the court, then head over to um, uh, Stephen's website, which is uh, englishwithstephen.com. Is that correct? That's right. That's it, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, uh, and then the third one, I, I call it reasons for English. But what it's turned into is a sort of history of the English language. The idea is that... Uh, by by telling stories about the history of English, you understand why English is the way it is mm-hmm. with the influence of Anglo-Saxons, Vikings, Normans. Yep. Uh, so to, uh, last week I was talking about uh, why English grammar is complicated for students. Uh, and that's partly because it's a Germanic language, mm-hmm. but it has a, a Latin grammar superimposed onto and so the names don't mean anything the past tense 
doesn't always talk about the past. Sometimes it talks about the future, no. and that really confuses people. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it confuses me to be honest, but uh, it really confuses students. Yeah, that's right. And so many influences, as you said, originally, like uh, also uh, like Anglo-Saxons, right? And then there was the Viking influence and the the Normans yeah. and Latin, and yeah. it, it, this all mixed up and sort of developed in what English is today, you know? And absolutely, I saw I saw a I saw a, a statistic, something like thirty. Uh, let me get this right. Uh, 3060, I think it's about 20, 28% of the words come from Anglo-Saxon, 28% yeah. come from French, 28% <laughs> come from directly from Latin. Okay. Then you've got four or five, my maths are probably wrong, uh, but then you've got about four or five percent from Greek. Right. And then there's two or three percent that come from real names, people's names. And yeah. the rest comes from all over the world. Uh, mm. And that's quite unusual. If you look at other languages, the other language I speak is Portuguese because of living here in Brazil. Yeah. And it's like 90% comes from Latin. Uh, so it's quite, mm -hmm. we do have words from Africa because of, yeah. there was a lot of African slaves came, were brought over to Brazil. And mm -hmm. so a lot of their words have entered the language. We've got a lot of words that were from indigenous Brazilians. Uh, But the vast majority of words come from Latin. Uh, yeah. So to have a language which is such a mixture of different languages, it's, it's quite unusual. Mm. Totally. I think, would you, would you agree that actually knowledge of the etymology and knowing the story, knowing where the, where the words could come from just by looking at the, let's say, the morphemes of the, of uh -huh. the word, could it actually help you with learning English? How could it help you? In what way? If you're in, if you're interested in it, it helps you. Uh, and I, I find a lot of students, when you start telling them st stories about words, that they, they they get interested. I'm never going to test somebody on uh, this word. The spelling of the word has got a ph in it. What does it tell you about the etymology of the word? I'm never going to test anybody on that. Yes. Uh, but what I find, uh, okay, let, uh, if I tell you a story about my my learning uh, Portuguese. I, I was always, people would say, oh, you've got this verb, it's, it behaves like this. My first question is, why? Yeah. Why is it like that? Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, that's not a good enough answer. I want to know why. Yeah. And as soon as somebody tells me, oh, it's because of this. Oh, brilliant. Okay, thank you. Now I can ignore it. Now I can get on and learn it. And I find that with my students. When I tell them there is a reason that English behaves like this, then they're much happier. And they, they're ready to accept it. Like, okay, fair enough. It's not some crazy, ridiculous, uh, just the English do it because the English do it. No, there is a reason for it. You don't need to remember the reason. You just need to know there is a reason for it. Exactly. Uh, it helps you with remembering think, it. Yeah. And well, telling stories like, about it helps you to remember, yeah. And often when you look at idioms, right, so there's usually some kind of origin of that idiom. And absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely great. And it shows that you are a great teacher because a lot of teachers would just say, well, it's like that just because, you know, <laughs> well, I used to do that. Uh, and, and that's one of the things I'm so disappointed in myself. If I could go back, go back in time, I would change that. But yeah, I, I used to say, oh, it, English does it because English does it. Uh, that's that's a terrible answer, really, especially today with the Internet. If a student asks me something, it's, it's not a problem if I don't know the answer. I will say, yeah, exactly. look, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. This is my yeah. homework for next yeah. week. I will find out and I will tell you the answer.
Exactly. Uh, well, I think we all do it. English teachers all do it. But the thing is, like, often, uh, I think with the with the um, sort of teacher novices, like, um, yeah, they they think like they have to know it all, and they feel embarrassed no, if they don't, and and they they feel like yeah. they shouldn't admit a mistake, or they think they might lose face or something, you know. So that's totally. like when you get more experience teaching, you will learn that this that's not how it works, and the students they they can you know they. They know how, how to tell apart, like tell apart good and bad teacher, and this is not what it is about. Actually, if you if you if you are more if you show your human sort of side, I mean, it's 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 you know you're more likely to sort of um, bond totally. with bond with the student. Absolutely, have creating that rapport, rapport with the students. Rapport, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it, it takes a lot of confidence to say I don't know, and it doesn't matter what the, what you're teaching or what you're doing. To say I don't know is is a very, you know, you're um, opening yourself up, uh, and it's. But I think it's important that we do this. I think it's it's okay as long as you know a lot of other things. You know, I find that I'm I'm very I'm very yeah. I'm I don't want to say I'm very okay, but that doesn't sound English. I'm really okay with saying I don't know <laughs> because I'm 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 confident enough to know that I know other things, and um, as long as there is the the right sort of balance of what you know and what you don't know then it's fine yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> if I, there is a teacher I, that always says I, I don't know that's a problem as well yeah. right <laughs> absolutely yeah you're you're right with that i can say yeah. i don't know because i do yeah. know most things that my students are going to ask me i've been teaching for 25 years if i don't know by now i'll never know uh, but uh it's great when someone asks me a question i don't know the answer to it's, it's an opportunity to learn something yeah. else you know, you know, I've also heard about teachers who actually hate uh, being asked questions or are terrified of being asked questions by students. But this is this is the thing I like. I probably of all things related to this job, this is the thing I like the most because for me it's like um, it's like um, challenge. It's uh, not not just a challenge, but it 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 also shows that the, the students really want really care and they they want to improve and uh, my job sort of makes sense. You know, that's those are the Absolutely. moments. Make me enjoy this job when students ask me questions, and the more questions they ask, the happier I am as well. <laughs> well, I, I, I remember uh, this is a true story. Uh, about a year ago, uh, the son of a friend of mine, he's 12 years old, and yeah. he, was, he was around at our house, and it was him, me, and my son. My son is now 10. And we were talking about the an experiment, nothing to do with English. We were talking about the Mentos experiments. You know the Mentos and Coca Cola. Yep. You, yeah, right. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. Well, well, my, my my friend's son had never heard about this, and my son was like, "Oh, you're so stupid! You don't like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on a minute. He's a lucky person because huh. he's going to do this experiment in ten minutes' time, and he's got this to look forward to. He is going yeah. to learn this. How lucky is he?" Yeah. Uh, and that, that made my son rethink the way, oh, you're not stupid because you don't know something. It's great mm -hmm. because you've got an opportunity to learn something. Uh, yeah. All you've got to do is admit that you don't know it first. Exactly. So that's, that's, a, that's the positive mindset we all have to have. So Totally. Um, Totally. Going back to your podcast, Stephen, because it's okay. one of the things you do. I've, I've like I've been I've looked at your website and uh, you also do some YouTube videos. But I think the main thing for you is the podcast, isn't it? You have got 56 episodes there. That's quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I, I try to do one a week. So it's just over a year. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I did some YouTube videos, but they take a lot of time to edit and things. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm going to restart that. Uh, mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. podcast, uh, I, I love listening to podcasts. I, I've got a whole list of things that I listen to on my phone when I take my dog for yep. a walk. And so I, I've learned so much by producing my own podcast. I've met so many people uh, online, virtually, over mm-hmm. the last year. My Facebook group on Instagram, talking about different things, uh, talking about language learning. Uh, it, it's I, the only problem with my podcast is that I didn't start it five years ago. I, I really wish I'd done it sooner. I, I mm-hmm. had thought about it for a long time. Yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Procrastinating. Uh, <laughs> eventually, I, I started it, and I love it. I, I, I really do. Uh, yeah. I, if I had time, I would I would do lots of different podcasts. I, I would love to do more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I've he- I've heard um, the episode about uh, why you should listen to podcasts. Coincidentally, ah, yeah, uh, it's it a like good one. Ten <laughs> tips on how to use a podcast or something like that, right? And, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was that was brilliant. I really liked it, and I also liked the last tip there. I don't know if it's some kind of spoiler alert if I say it here, but no, please, please. I can't there, remember what it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the last tip. It sort of stuck ah, uh, stuck with me. I remember uh, uh, that you said that you should do your own podcast. I was like, yes, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I, well, I followed yes. your advice. I followed uh, your advice eight years before you even recorded this podcast. Can you believe it? See. Steven? <laughs> See, it's going through time. It's rippled through time. Exactly. Uh, exactly. A, a lot of my students listen to podcasts, and I imagine people listening to this already listen to lots of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's always something else you can do to learn a little bit more. Uh, yep. uh, if, if you think about at the moment, we've got the Olympics going on. Uh, mm-hmm. And in the Olympics, they're always talking about 1%. How to find that extra 1%. Well, if you're listening to a podcast already, let's say you listen to an hour a week. If you can get an extra 1% out of that hour every week and you do that 52 weeks of the year, that starts to build up and you start to get a, 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 a you start to get a noticeable difference. But just by getting 1% extra from your listening. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 that came out of conversations with my students who listen to podcasts. How do you listen to it? Can you try this? Can you do something else? Uh, so that that list of the 10 things you can do perhaps you're doing five or six of them already brilliant or mm-hmm. here's one that maybe you're not doing at the moment and um, yeah. to be honest podcasts are a great way of learning they're free they're they don't take up much space on your phone you can listen to them anywhere there's a podcasts for absolute beginners there's podcasts designed for english students there's podcast designs for Americans and British people that you can listen to as well. And on every subject you can think of, exactly. there is a podcast. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to say, that anything you like, really, because that's one of my tips that I give to my students. You have to sort of merge your own passion that you already have in your first language, the things that you're interested in, things that you love doing, and you have to start doing it in the target language, in English. Absolutely. And, and like you just said, there is podcasts. There, there are podcasts on almost anything you can imagine, anything at all, literally yeah. anything: dogs, football, um, environment, you name it. Right? Absolutely. Uh, I, I did an episode about six months ago called "Do Anything You Want to Do." Uh, mm-hmm. So, if you like reading books, 
than read books. Just because your friend tells you that they learned English from reading books doesn't mean you are going to learn English from reading books. But if you like reading books, then do it. But if you like listening to songs, then do that. If you mm-hmm. like uh, uh, writing, do that. There is no one way to learn a language. Exactly. Uh, uh, it depends entirely on you. And you've got to think, and this is, we all know this. We are all unique. We're all individuals. The way you learn is probably different to the way I learn. Mm-hmm. So we need to tailor the way we learn. We need to find different things. If, if your teacher or if you decide, right, I'm going to read a grammar book and you hate it, then after yeah. six weeks, you're going to stop. You're not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, no. And then you won't learn English. Uh, but if yeah. you uh, like, I don't know, uh, watching Netflix, then watch Netflix. But watch it knowing that I am now studying English. I'm not just watching it to Netflix and chill. I'm not just mm-hmm. relaxing. I'm going to yeah. watch Netflix to study. And that, it takes mm-hmm. a different mindset. That's the, that's the problem with learning from television. When we mm-hmm. turn the TV on, we often just sit back and relax. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. which is not learning then that's just letting it wash over you exactly it's like absorbing the language like i mean there's it's better than nothing i guess but absolutely you're totally right i think you your your views your views on language learning are very similar to mine i'm also very pro autonomy for learner autonomy okay. and absolutely um, the students really really have to have a choice have to have a, um, a say in what you know they will do to to work on their own english and totally um, the worst that do you, do you, do you give classes uh, do you give private oh. classes do you work with groups or how, how do you work i have done everything you can imagine <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I, i do i do one to one classes uh, i do group classes and uh, you know everything you can imagine really i've also worked in london like you did where did you okay. work when you were in london uh, i worked at two schools. One was uh, Oxford House College, uh, and the other one was St. George International. Uh, okay. okay. Two, two very different schools. Oxford House College was a relatively cheap school. There's no cheap schools in London, but this was mm. relatively cheap. But the right. quality was pretty good. Value for money was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then St. George was more expensive with smaller classes, and I loved both experiences yeah. they, they were both yeah. wonderful experiences having people from all over the world sharing mm. uh, different ways different ways of being different ways of thinking it was wonderful yeah well i have worked for two language schools as well one of them was called mli that's actually an irish okay. school and um oh, right. a summer camp kind of school and right. they have a cent- okay. center in wembley uh, okay uh-huh in in west in west of london yeah north, northwest london yeah the kind of northwest yeah that's that's where the the national football stadium is obviously where, where, where that's where that's right yeah you, uh, euro yeah. 2020 final was as well yeah let's not talk about that huh? <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to rub it in don't worry <laughs> <laughs> and uh I, i've i've also worked for uh speak up london which is a school uh, uh, located in oxford street And that's that's okay. a, that's a brilliant school, and so I still that, have my board games there, which is ridiculous. Oh. I have to go back, and I think when I do, I might uh, see if if they can give me some more classes because it's been it's been a fantastic fantastic experience working there. So we were probably quite close then, because when I worked at Oxford House College, it was on Oxford Street as well, right on a uh, Oxford Circus, right? Ah, Street, because, so. because if you if you think Oxford Street, like one. 
uh, side is toward like um, it's sort of marked by the uh, tube station. So there's the Tottenham, right. Tottenham Court Road. I, yeah, I don't like going there because I, you see, I support Arsenal. So oh, we, wow. yeah, I always I went, went went from Oxford Street if I Oxford Circus if <laughs> I could. You know, <laughs> I used to live. When I when I worked there, I used to live uh, across the road, literally across the road from the Highbury Stadium. Uh, ah. Arsenal still played there. I used to open my door, and there was the uh, the Arsenal football stadium in front of me. Um, well, you say that, but I've I've also worked very I've also lived very close, but that was like fifteen okay. years ago in Finsbury Park, and also Finsbury Park, in, yeah, yeah, Finsbury Park, which was very close. Yeah, wow. Okay, Ooh, probably neighbors. <laughs> yeah. What's the expression? The the world is small. It's a small world. Like that's the it's one. It's a small world. Absolutely, yeah. totally, and it's getting smaller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, so uh, you're you're an English teacher in Brazil, but you're also that's right doing classes online. Like pe- people, if people are interested in classes with you, they can uh, go to your website and check check it out. And totally. I, I would recommend starting with the podcast because that's how you sort of get to know Stephen and his English. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really important, I think, these days to do something like that, right? When you're working online as an English teacher to sort of show everyone who you are, because the, the amount of choice, the amount of choice that the learners have, right? <laughs> it's, 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 it's so many teachers. Like it's it's like an ocean, and then you pick the one that really suits you. You know, everyone is different. Everyone done things in a different way, and absolutely, there's no like like we just said. There's no correct way to. There's no one right way no. of learning English. There's no one right teacher. I might yeah. be a fantastic teacher for you, but I'll be a terrible teacher for your brother, for example. Um, exactly, or sister. <laughs> Or sister, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, there's there's no chem. If there's no chemistry, if we just don't click, then don't have that teacher. Find another teacher. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Okay. That's 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 great. Um, so um, so what about the YouTube channel? Do you think you you will um, pick up where you left off anytime soon? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I've I've uh, got some ideas. Uh, mm-hmm. In the next few weeks, I'm going to take a whole week just to film different videos, edit them. It's not the the, the problem is the editing. It just takes ages to edit yeah. a video. Uh, I know. The, right? the place where I was doing it was quite noisy, so I'm going to take over my son's bedroom, which is pretty quiet, and I'll do it in there. <laughs> uh, so that will help with it with the process and everything. But yes, I, I do want to get back into YouTube videos. Uh, yeah. Uh, they are still a thing, you know, because you see the person. But personally, I like the podcast. I think more because it's just it's just easier. Let's be honest; it's easier, <laughs> and it's yeah. easier. And also, uh, also, I like listening to podcasts more than I like watching YouTube videos because I I find like when I watch when I watch YouTube videos, which I do, I do have some YouTube channels that I always listen to uh, watch. But it's I feel like I'm a couch couch potato or something. But with the podcast, I can just go shopping or go for a jog, you know, and and um well multitask yeah. essentially yeah and, if i if i yeah. watch youtube videos i'm on the computer or uh, i'm on the sofa and all my attention has to be focused on that I, mm. like you say podcasts you can do them anywhere driving your mm. car you can't watch a youtube video and drive a car well you shouldn't anyway <laughs> uh, unless you have one of those futuristic cars that drive oh, yeah. the car Perhaps. for yourself yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that would be good. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think we're getting those in Brazil for a long time. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I listen to more podcasts than I watch YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, lovely. So, uh, Stephen, is there anything else that, that I sort of uh, forgot to mention uh, regarding your stuff, the things you do? You also have an Instagram page, right? We didn't say that. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Facebook and Instagram are the two that I use the most. I'm also on mm. Twitter, but I, I don't tweet very often. I read Twitter, but I don't use it. I'm on LinkedIn, but I don't use that very often. Um, yeah. uh, my son keeps telling me I need to go on TikTok, so maybe one day <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah, that's the thing with the, with these social media because I I don't think it's I don't think it's even like possible to to sort of split yourself like you can't split yourself into like eight and uh, no. be active on each of these social media but you can but you will never do it properly you know you know what I mean like absolutely one or two and then that's that's it you know uh, I I agree with you you can spend all your time just. Yeah. Doing stuff on social media, not actually producing anything, not actually uh, teaching, not actually working with people. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You, that, you need to clone the, yourself. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like I have talked about this many times. My listeners know me. They know me. I can be a grumpy person here as well. I complain <laughs> complain about this a lot because as an English teacher, this is this is the thing I find most annoying. Like this marketing, this organic marketing you have to do, like to promote yeah. yourself because if you don't do it people just don't know about you they, that's it they, yeah. how do you how do you how do you do it yeah you know there is a way you could like sort of um be a guest on someone else's podcast but you can't always do that as well and no not at all yeah so i think you got to find something that you're comfortable with uh yeah. i i i hate the idea of selling myself i really do yeah. i hate it yeah. uh, in an ideal world people would just High find five. me and Yeah. Come and have classes, but uh, it's got yeah. to be done. So you've got to bite the bullet, and you've yeah, got to do something. Yeah, uh, if you don't, but you the, know, the, you're going to be the, eaten the, by the sharks. Exactly. But there's one more thing I'm going to be doing. I am definitely going to be doing it, and that's uh, taking part in the Discord uh, channel that you yeah. have, and I'll be uh, visible on there. I joined it about ten days ago. So far, I've done nothing. But uh, it's been it's been the school holidays here, so uh, well, I've been messing around with my son. So I haven't been able to do anything else. But that's great news, Stephen. It's still a young it's still a young project, kind of a young channel. Like it's it's not we haven't even celebrated one year yet, but we will. Okay. And I think I think it's growing. And the idea is that we help each other out there as English teachers. So I always invite other English teachers and uh, I can create a sub-channel there for you, which will be it called looks, looks great English, with, English with Stephen. And the, the least you can do is just publish every single episode that you publish on your other social media. All you need to do is just to post your link there, you know, okay. and there you go. So, uh, yeah. Well, it looks like it's, it's very interactive. It's, it's different to... Facebook can be interactive, but it's, it's difficult to do that. Instagram, I don't find that interactive at all. But your no. Discord channel, it looks like people are talking to each other. People are yep. involved in conversations. So uh, it, it, looks, it looks like uh, you can develop proper relationships, meaningful relationships. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would call this a community. You know, we have got a community of, of fantastic people, teachers, learners. You know, we are all in the same kind of, Absolutely. Bubble, and we, 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 
we are all helping each other out. That's the idea, you know. Like it That's has it, to be. Yeah. This has to be mutually beneficial, or, or otherwise it's not going to work. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You help me. I, I, what's the expression? I'll scratch your back. I'll, I'll you, scratch your you back. Scratch you scratch my, mine. You, yeah. There you go. You scratch my back. I'll scratch yours. Yeah. Right, you scratch my back. I scratch yours. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone's a winner. Uh, that's, exactly. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Stephen, it's been it's been a, a real pleasure to have you on the podcast. I hope it's not the last time because I uh, hope so. I think we we have very very similar a- ideas about English uh, teaching as well, and it sounds uh, like it, yeah. And it's interesting to have another teacher from Brazil on this podcast because before I had teacher Rod, who is by the way listening okay. now, and also teacher Hello, Man. teacher Rod. <laughs> Teacher Rod from Brazil, and then another Brazilian teacher, Manny, is also from Manny. Brazil. So, yeah. Okay, well, we'll be in touch. Uh, yeah, uh, Brazil. Brazil's a big place, so there's many people here, so it's not surprising. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Well, um, can I just say? Can I just say that the pleasure yeah. is all mine. It's been great speaking to you. I've thoroughly enjoyed the last, I don't know, half an hour, fifty minutes. I don't know how long it is, but it's been great talking <laughs> to you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Well. Likewise, and thanks very much for coming on. And also thanks to everyone who's listening right now and has been listening for the past 45 minutes. And don't forget that we have our Discord server where you can join regular events. Every, all of this is for free. And you can also become a patron, the Next English Podcast patron, to support the podcast and get some extra episodes. And going back to Stephen... He has got his website, EnglishWithSteven.com. Right? That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to put it in the chat now. As people... Yeah, please do. Please do. Uh, so whoever is listening live, uh, you will be able to see it in the chat. And if you're not listening live, then it will be in the description, in the show notes of this podcast. So everyone, thanks very much for listening. And once again, thanks to Stephen for coming on. Goodbye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenix English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenixenglishpodcast.podbean.com. Listening to podcasts can help you with your listening skills. If you wish to work on your speaking skills, join my brand new Discord group called Learn English Online. You will find the invite link on my website, teachesthenec.com, zep section 